Jarvis Parker, thanks for singing that song for us on cue. We, we asked for her to sing that. <laughs> she did. It's called God Demonstrates His Love. It's Rise and Stein. It's Victory 91.5. Ray Haynes is in teaching on Pentecost. This will all be up on the Victory blog. So at some point today, you'll go to the Victory Facebook page or the Victory.radio website, and you'll find it. Yeah. You can already go there and listen to the first hour, or or uh, but we haven't posted up the notes or anything like that. I'll do that after we're all done in just an hour or two. Where, where are we? We are 8.30, and the, <clears throat> the phrase is, what he begins, dot, dot, dot. Which obviously means when he begins, you know he's going to finish, right? Leviticus 23, from the day of the Sabbath, the day you brought the chief to the wave offering, count off seven full weeks, count off 50 days up to the day after the seventh Sabbath, then present an offering, a new grain to the Lord. So going back, just a lot of reminders here, just so you get the concept. But Passover was the crucifixion on a Thursday. Friday night to Saturday night, Sabbath comes next. The day after the Sabbath, when you start counting to 50, was Resurrection Day. Jesus comes out of the tomb and into us. 50 days later, the Holy Spirit comes out of heaven and into us. So obviously there could be a little confusion there. But on the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. And he said this. He showed them his hands inside. Disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord again. Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. So it can obviously be a little confusing because how he says two things, it's only confusing in English, not in Hebrew. It's a perfect tense concept again. Jesus is beginning something that will actually happen later, and, and that is, of course, receive the Holy Spirit. This was not the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This was salvation, the receiving of Christ. They had followed him. They would put their faith in him, but could not receive him until he rose just like any of us. Same perfect tense concept. Were they saved from the last three years? Yes, but not yet. And that's that confusing thing in English, unfortunately. The Bible says this, Romans 8, but if Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. Galatians 2, I'm crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. Uh, also Galatians 4, my children with whom I travail again in birth until Christ is formed in you. Um, and Ephesians 3, that Christ may make his home in your hearts through faith. So it's said so many times over and over and over again, but it, sometimes, again, it's lost in translation. He told them to wait until they received the Holy Spirit before they went anywhere, right? Tear in the city of Jerusalem until you're endued with power from on high. Again, this is the first day of the 50, not the baptism. This is receiving Christ. This all happens on the evening of Resurrection Day. So that's day one counting to 50. So the whole 50 days counting to Pentecost is all about Jesus showing that he is faithful when he begins, he finishes. And that's how we think of it using the English language. In Hebrew, you think of it like this. What he does, he does. Mm. Day one, Jesus rises to life again. We count seven weeks. Seven is the number of completeness and perfection. If week one was about resurrection power, week two is twice as powerful. Mm. Week three doubles that power. Something powerful is coming. It's not just about Jesus having more power. He already had all power, right? He doesn't get more. He's getting ready to give us power. We are his body on the earth. Greater things will we do. How much greater? 
literally seven times greater. That's what the translation would be. John 14, very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I've been doing, and they will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the Father. So that's a little mired up in translation there, but uh, just a throwback to help you understand some of the concepts that get confused because of uh, the way things are said, or at least translated into English. You know, that's one of the things that was so fascinating on both of our trips to Israel was learning, you know, we can read something that was written in old English and it barely makes sense to us. (laughs) And it was just a couple hundred years old or a few hundred years old. One of the things about Hebrew is that it's barely changed. And so children that are learning to read can read close to ancient yeah. Texts. That is that was so fascinating and impressive to me that that the language our Savior spoke can still be read and mm-hmm. interpreted today mm. in its own language. Yes, pretty cool. And if you want to walk where He spoke those words, go to Israel with us. There's only a few seats left, mm. literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to Victory Radio for that information. I believe, uh, I believe at Passion, they sang a song about what you were just talking about. Well, Maybe it's coming up. <laughs> Possibly. Who, who, who knows? <laughs> hey, it's David Stein. Man.